Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. It won't be like this forever, so just enjoy it while it's here. It's a really wonderful thing. And James Bay. It's about me. It's about my relationship with Lucy. It sums up so much of what went into writing this whole album. We're all works in progress. I still don't necessarily know who I am. And Depeche Mode's Dave Gahan remembering the late, great Andy Fletcher. I'll be honest with you, the first thought that came in my head was, I wish I'd been a bit kinder. Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash virginradiouk. Big intro, please, Vassos. He's the podcaster, doctor and author who's so good for your health. He's a cold plunge, a trail run and a healthy meal rolled into one top geezer. His latest book, The Three Question Journal, is out now. So please join us as we doff our Hatterjee to Rongan Chatterjee. Dr. Ryan is in. In the house. Is there a doctor in the house? Yes, there is. And it's as good as you can get. Good morning, Rongan. Morning, Chris. Happy, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. <laughs> How you doing? I'm fantastic, honestly. <laughs> I feel so good. You look fantastic. I feel good, mate. You look really well. You have to, though, don't you? Because your name's above the door. Exactly. Isn't it? You have to live what you are talking about, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, you know, I feel it, man, these days. Like, I feel good. Good really for you. Good. All right, we'll talk about the three-question journal in a second or two. First of all, congrats on the podcast because your podcast has now officially been recognised as the seventh best podcast overall in the UK, which is mahoosive, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's nuts because in three weeks, it's six weeks since we started the podcast and it was just an idea. Like, I remember the first six episodes that I recorded in a studio in London I had three hours booked twice. I had 45 minutes with each guest. I didn't have a title. I didn't quite know what it would be about. I didn't know I'd be doing it six years later. And to have it, you know, to have it as the seventh most popular show in the country out of all podcasts, not just health, yeah, yeah. is uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I feel, I feel a lot of great gratitude for it, for sure. Well done. And did you, was that a specific intention all those years ago what was your plan for it was there a plan no there wasn't a plan honestly like and I think there's a real lesson for life for all of us from that which is I remember the first two years of the show I hated the logo right absolutely hated it because it had you on it no we didn't have one we took an image from my very first book the four pillar plan put it into a podcast icon put the name on it and I remember for two years, I'd be looking at it going, God, I hate that logo. I hate that logo. And I think the reality is, is that you've just got to start things. You don't know where they're going to go. I think it's a really great message at this time of year for people. You don't have to worry about perfection. If I had the goal of it being this mega show, I don't think it would have become this mega show. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I don't know how you feel about this, Chris, Like, because obviously you record each morning and there's a lot of people listening. I have to not think about the fact that there's millions listening each week. I have to just pretend it's just me and my guest mm. and that no one else is going to hear it. Right. 
And I think that's when you get the magic. I'm the opposite. I have to imagine there's tens of millions of people yeah. listening, and they all love me. No, I don't. I don't I, like you. I, sp- I suppose we don't really think about it. It's different, isn't it? But then, of course, you do do live events, so you do see your audience up close and personal. So you you're you're okay in front of crowds. You've done amazing stuff for us at Carfest. You've had a theatre show. You go. I think there's another theatre show in the pipeline. Yeah, we haven't it? even uh, announced it yet. We're going to announce it in about in February, but there's going to be a huge. We sort of just show. have. We, ju- we just have in twenty. 20- <laughs> 23 which i'm quite excited about but i i love it because you know chris what i've learned over these six years of doing the podcast is that the best way i serve my audience is it is in many ways not to think about them right so i have to i've learned because i've made mistakes on this in the past but if i choose a guest purely based on my own curiosity that's the best way I serve the audience. I feed my curiosity, and that's when you bring the audience along with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've had some of the most special conversations on my life on the show. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to more. There's there's crackers coming up as well, including the one we just dropped today with Chris Van Tullican on yeah, yeah. food. It's a really, really good episode. I know. I was told about that last night. I said, you got to mention that. Of course. The ones that, I mean, they're because of the subject matter that you particularly sort of, or, or the, the lane that you choose to swim in, they're all really useful to people. I and mean, that's the thing. I mean, there are other well-being podcasts which you and I are massive fans yeah. of and we know the people who do them. Now and again, they have on a celeb or a film star who has also had their own journey and bring in their experiences of um, self-improvement. But podcasts with people who know their stuff really sort of land best of all, don't they? I think so, because... Like Chris Van Tullican, for example. Yeah, for sure. Like, Chris is great. Um, I, I think... I think what's unique about my show is that I have been seeing patients for like 22 years, right? So I've seen tens of thousands of patients. So I've got my own expertise and experience. And then you bring someone else in who's got their expertise. And then together we try and just have a meaningful, authentic interaction. I don't really consider them interviews. I consider them conversations. And... Yeah, you know, it's. I'm always looking to experiment. We've just launched on um, on Chris on New Year's Eve. We put out a solo episode where I spoke about journaling for an hour, and that's already looking like it may be one of the most downloaded episodes we've had in months. And I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll do more of that this year. Maybe you know, every, twice a month I'll drop in a solo episode where I go deep on one topic, for example, because that's really fun as well. It's so funny listening to you talk about podcasts. There's you and there's Rich and there's Shane and there's Tim Ferriss and there's Katie Milkman. And when you start talking about your podcast, it makes me die laughing, right? Why? Because you go, I might do this. I might... 6.30 6.30 every morning, we've got no choice. <laughs> you go, yeah, yeah I might, might try this in July. We're like, we finish at 10. We've got 20 and a half hours off. We're back at it again tomorrow morning. Oh, to have the choice to take the lovely skip and the wander around your own Garden of Eden. Well, that's how media's changed, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but, but I think there is, like, you do something on this show, I would say, that is becoming more and more rare these days so there's a there's an energy yeah that is created on the show so i think people tune in for a variety of different reasons i listen to this show because it makes me feel good in the morning right there's a positive uplifting energy and i think podcasts are quite different from that because we know when we're listening to this show that there's a few million around the country who are also listening at the same time that collective experience that's not the same with a podcast is yeah. it a podcast is an individual experience you're listening in your own time 
you're not doing it when other people are doing it. So I think there's I think there's room for both, really. Oh, well, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but you should start your own podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, we've done it. We've done it. The thing is, because done properly, and we did we did ours properly, it did quite work. It was number one for a while. The thing is, it was starting to take away a little bit from the radio show. And for me, this is it. This is this is our this is our home ground. This is where we play our, our matches every every day. And so I've got to protect that. And by the way, you know, you're doing that and we're doing this. And, you know, there's that great phrase in that um, uh, 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 different slash only always beats better. You know, and you're the only person who, do, even though you do a podcast, loads of people do podcasts, you're the only one who does your podcast. Yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? And that, that's, you can't beat it. You can't beat that. By the way, the podcast we're talking about, if you've never heard about it, it's called Feel Better, Live More. Six years in, how many episodes now? 410, 415, something like that. 410, 400 odd. And hundreds of millions of downloads. Hundreds of millions. Yeah, I think we passed 200 million last October, something like that. Stop it now. I know it's... I've got to not think about that, honestly. Yeah, well... Wow, it's amazing. Still hoping to get you on the show this year, mate. Apple recently announced that it was... I've got to protect the show here. got to protect the show. Um, Apple recently announced that it was the seventh most listened to podcast in the UK in 2023. See, if you want that to stay or get better, you don't want me on it, mate. Oh, you've got a lot of wisdom to share. I'm still going to talk you into it later this year. Well, look, we'll talk about this now, the three-question journal. Um, this is You've never done a book like this before. Um, other people have done similar. This is great. It's so simple and it works tell us about the premise tell us about the directives and the directions that are in it and then tell us how people might use it okay so let's just zoom out for a minute chris at this time of year right people many people are trying to think about improving their lives knowledge i don't think is the problem like most people who are trying to improve their health at this time of year kind of know that too much sugar is probably not helping them too much alcohol is not helping them Knowledge, I don't think is the issue. It's insight that people need. It's self-awareness. And when people are thinking about how to improve their lives in 2024, I'd say think about how you can develop self-awareness. And one of the best ways to do that is with a practice of journaling. Now, journaling is a really simple uh, method that you can do in a variety of different ways. You know, you can just write out your thoughts first thing in the morning morning for five or ten minutes. Morning Morning pages, pages, like Julia Cameron, uh, you know, talks about. Or you can answer some specific questions. Now, this is what the approach I have found works for many of my patients over the years. Whereas, you know, if they can ask themselves the right questions each morning, the answers help them to change their life. And so I thought, well, why don't I put together the three most impactful questions I believe we can ask ourselves each morning and each evening. And the three question journal has those six questions within them. Now, before we go into those questions, Chris, it's important for people to understand that journaling has been shown in scientific research to reduce symptoms of depression, reduce symptoms of anxiety, improve happiness, lessen our perception of pain, improve our health, improve our performance by up to 25%. So journaling is a science-backed practice, but it's also been, you know, you know, the the kind of Roman emperors were journaling, you know, 2000 years ago, right? So it's a practice that has a philosophical um, kind of pedigree, but also a scientific one as well. And so I know that if you want people to do something, you've got to keep it simple. And I could have chosen 10 questions. I could have made it the 10 question journal and people would have done it for two weeks in January. Correct. And then when life got in the way, they would have stopped. So I've chosen the three most important questions. And look, I can go through some of them if you want. You know, one of my favorite questions is, what is 
the most important thing you have to do today? Now, I love that question because it really helps you focus on what matters in life. Now, when someone first thinks about that question, what's the most important thing I have to do today? Most people are probably going to go, oh, God, I've got loads of important stuff to do. Yeah. I've got something that's important at work, something that's important in my home life. But the word priority I, I learned recently, when it came into the English language, I think in the 1500s, it was only singular. It is singular. It's a singular word. Yeah. You can only have one priority. Yeah. But now we get drowned in these multiple priorities. Yeah. And so what is the most important thing you have to do today? If you answer that first thing in the morning with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, it helps direct your focus. So, you know, when I was answering this in December and, you know, life was pretty hectic, there was lots going on with work and home. Often my answer was, when the kids come home from school today, I need to make sure I shut the laptop and I'm completely present and I listen to what they have to tell me. That is the most important thing I have to do today. It doesn't mean that spending time with my wife or doing my work is not important, but by directing my focus on the one most important thing, it means that at the end of the day, I know that I've done that. And, you know, I literally was reading some DMs on Instagram this morning from people who've got the journal already. There was a single mum who DM'd me this morning to say, Rongan, I've been doing that for the last three days. And I feel fantastic because I always feel as though I've got loads of things that I haven't done. But simply by answering that question, which is I have to feed my three-year-old three wholesome meals today, she says, when I do that, I feel really good. So I know this may sound as though what sort of difference will that really make in your life? I guarantee if you answer that question day in, day out you will start to make better decisions in all aspects of your life. So that's one question, which is probably my favourite one. Well, you're forming bonds with the, and connections with your future actions, aren't you? Exactly. That's the thing. And the thing about this journal is, because there are questions being asked, so when we were teaching children to write stories for 500 words, some kids would have trouble starting. So they, they couldn't be proactive, even if they wanted to be, and lots of them did want to be. So we used to have this hamper, and in the hamper, it was full of stuff, and they could. we invited kids to come to the stage and pick out three things from the hamper, and we said, right, they're the three characters of your story. So we yeah. started them off. And if you get people to respond sometimes where they can't pr be proactive, it gets them going and it gets them off the mark without having to hear a gun or even fire the gun themselves. So it, it means they can hit the road running. Totally. And, and that's why I did it in this method with these three questions, because you can just journal free form, yeah. right? But many people find that quite anxiety inducing what am I going to write? You yeah. know, I don't know where to go with this. And one thing, Chris, I want to make really clear for anyone who wants to journal, they don't actually need to buy a journal, right? These questions, which we're going to go through, and I've just done a, a, a whole episode on these six questions in detail if people want to listen to that on my podcast. But essentially, you can just do that on a piece of paper each morning. You don't need to buy a journal. The reason I created this is because some people, in order to turn a new behavior into a ritual, they like to have a really nice, yeah, of course. beautiful journal that, that makes it feel like something special. But also it's connected to you and they like you and it's your journal and that's why merchandise works. I'm not saying this is, it is a form of merchandise, but they want that connection with you and it doesn't matter what gets them across the line as long as it gets them yeah, across the line. Yeah, and it's a gorgeous journal that I spend a lot of time and effort trying to create it's for stunning. people who do want it, right? <laughs> yeah, Vastus's, um youngest 
um, daughter, she received a quill for Christmas. This book is screaming out for a quill. Yes. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, give for it sure. to Mary. It's got she a Harry could, Potter yeah. sort of it really does. It's golden gorgeous. embossed it, it kind really of vibe to it, hasn't it? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Craving some great 80s music? Play Virgin Radio 80s Plus. On DAB Digital Radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, and at virginradio80splus.co.uk. I got my mind Love Chris Evans. Woo! Love the 80s. the 80s. Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. You know, the other question I think is a nice one for people to think about is the third morning one, which is what quality do you want to show the world today? Now, a lot of the time we show up in the world, we're just repeating past behaviors. We're just behaving. Habit energy. Totally. And that question, I started asking myself that about a year ago, and it's been transformative. Because, you know, you basically visualize how you want to be in the world, right? So, for example, this morning when I was in my hotel room in London, I was writing down my answers. I said, I want to show the world the quality of patience today. And by setting that intention in the morning, it means that I'm much more likely, instead of reacting to someone in the day, because I said I want to be patient today, I want to show the world the quality of patience, I'm much more likely to show up with that quality. And so when I was getting on the tube this morning and a couple of people barged past me to rush on, you know what? I just smiled. Just totally smiled. I was totally chilled. Now, I'd like to think I would have been had I not answered that question. But the fact that just 40 minutes before that I'd written down, I want to show the world the quality of patience, I'm much more likely to do it. And there's so much neuroscientific evidence on visualization. You know, what we imagine in our heads and what is actually real, there's not that much of a difference in the brain well yeah well our brain doesn't know the difference brain doesn't know the difference and there's so many studies on this you know golfers have shown many times you'll hear top golfers Tiger Woods used to say this you know he would be in bed at night the night before a major round he's literally playing every hole he's like on the first I'm going to draw it I'm going to do a little cut into the green and he goes when he's actually playing the next day he's already played the hole yeah and so if you rehearse in the morning I want to show my family the quality of compassion today. Mm. You're much more likely to do it. Now, why does that matter when it comes to health? I'll tell you why it matters, Chris, is because a lot of the behaviours that people are trying to cut down, let's say sugar, alcohol, scrolling on Instagram, whatever it might be, they are downstream on... They're downstream from how we feel about ourselves, right? So if you have been short with your children when they come back from school because you're stressed out with your work... You don't feel good in yourself. You, you Afterwards, you know you shouldn't have done that. You didn't want to be that father or that mother. And what happens then when the kids are in bed, you're going to need to soothe that emotional stress with sugar or an extra glass of wine or whatever it might be. So these things, right? Why I'm so passionate as a doctor about this stuff is if you behave 
with the quality of patients all day, you're going to need less of these, what I previously called junk happiness habits to actually soothe that emotional stress. That's why this stuff is really, really important. Yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because it, it, it's funny, isn't it? And also, when you do have that moment of mindfulness, because you practice it, and it is it is attainable 24-7, 24 hours a day. I mean, it takes a while to get there, but you know, once you've glimpsed it, seen it, smelt it, you're, you're aware of it. You know it exists for a start, so you know it's not some kind of um, woo-woo kind of emperor's new clothes kind of thing. When you are around it and you feel it and you sense it, there's this moment and you go, oh, what's that? Oh my goodness me! I think it might be peace. Yeah, and you feel this peace. You go, what do I do with that? You go, well, well, where, where do I bank it? Do I, how do I spend it? And you go, no, you don't need to. And then you don't feel drawn to the chalky drawer or to the glass of wine. You know, you just you actually feel anchored as opposed to drawn yeah, cause, anywhere. Because we're often using those things to fill a hole in our hearts. Totally right. And that's the I think the elephant in the room when it comes to health advice. It's not about what, it's about why. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. And that's the thing. Even when we're talking about food intake, for example, most people know the basics of a healthy diet. Why is it, though, that so many of us are stuck in front of the television at 9.30 in the evening with a box of Quality Streets? It's not because we're physically hungry. <laughs> it's because we're emotionally hungry. And what journaling does, and look, meditation does a very similar thing, to be fair. It's, it's a... It's something that allows you to step outside of your life mm. to reflect on your life. You make better decisions. You feel a greater sense of control on your life when you journal regularly. You know, I've, I've seen that myself. I've seen it in so many patients. And the research is really clear. People who have a sense of control over their lives, happier, healthier, they earn more money, they get more promotions, they have better social relationships. And so anything you can do to, to give yourself that sense of control is really, really and important. And stillness. And stillness. Yeah, and that's why... It's control but, over yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Because you can't control... People, places, and things, forget it. But you can c- control your response to all those things. You just can't control those things. And people get that confused all the time. Totally. And, you know, the reason the first morning question is, what is one thing you deeply appreciate about your life? And why the first evening question is, what went well today? Right, the reason is, is because... Let's think about the morning. Let's just imagine two different mornings... Imagine you get up and you're immediately on Instagram and then the news feed and you're seeing what's going on in the world, right? What is coming into your mind? It's negativity. And a lot of the thoughts, a lot of our emotions are downstream from the content we consume. Our brains already have a negativity bias. That's what's kept us alive for so long, right? And psychologists say that we take in about nine bits of negative information for every one bit of positive information. So if you start the day watching the news, you are literally feeding your brain with negativity. Of course, you're going to be more short in your relationships. Of course, you're going to consume more sugar. Of course, you're going to be more negative about the state of the world. But, and I think you do this when you wake up, Chris, I think you have some sort of gratitude practice. But if you say, what is one thing I deeply appreciate about my life, whatever it might be that I can afford to put the heating on, when the weather's cold, that I can afford to feed my family, whatever it might be, A, the science on gratitude shows us that it reduces stress, anxiety, and depressive symptoms and increases happiness. But you start off the day focusing on what you have rather than what you lack. And that will start to change everything. So I honestly believe that writing this journal will change people's lives. It will help them to stay on track with whatever goals they have this year. Yeah. And it's not just me who says that, you know, we, we have a mutual uh, love of running, right? 
when I interviewed Elliot Kipchoge on my podcast, the elite marathon runner, he still keeps in a written paper journal a, a record of every single one of his training Running sessions. Killian yeah. Jornet, the great marathon, uh, mountain runner, when I interviewed him on the podcast, he also keeps a handwritten journal. So these kind of greats, they're still doing it. and they're Alex not... Honnold does it as well, doesn't he? For every step on every mountain. They're not doing it on the phone. No. And what's really interesting about that, like if someone, because people sometimes say, well, can I just answer these questions on my phone? Yeah, you know what? You can, and you'll probably get some benefits. But there is something about pen and paper. There's something about the speed at which our mind and our brain works. It's coming through us. It's coming through. And it, it does so many things for you. So, you know, I journal every day. And, um, you know, I, I, I really hope that people find these questions useful. They're amazing. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. You know, also, if you wake up and you do have this gratitude practice, you'll find after a while, you know, we said it before, um, stability comes from practice. Stability comes from discipline. St- stability comes from routine. But then once you have stability, it the other things can't come from stability, but they can once you've established stability via the other things. So you can then wake up in the morning at peace with sitting gratitude. You're just great. You wake up, you don't, you just are grateful. Yeah. And you think, right. Oh, this is different. It feels like when, Somebody takes the stabilizers off your bike for the first time. Totally. Think, oh, I can balance. Just talking about it now is giving me goosebumps. Because I wake up now and I do, I am grateful every morning. But after two or three years of this, you wake up and you're at peace and you feel ready for the day and you feel like you have nothing to prove. You feel like the true definition of wealth, which isn't having more, it's wanting less. Because you wake up with so much of what you don't rec- realize anyway, recognize anyway, which is just your body and your ability air oxygen the most priceless resource yeah. of all for free every morning when we wake up boom there's the reminder yeah it is and we get good at what we practice in fact we become what we practice right so if we're practicing stress every day guess what we become of course we become stress yeah. like if you practice you water those negativity yeah. by watching the news first thing every morning yeah. well it's, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to think, yeah, you, you're much more likely to feel negative about yourself and the yeah. state of the world, right? Yeah. So if you start each day practicing gratitude, you get good at it. You start to see gratitude around you. Like I'm just looking out there. Look at the, the light and the sun. Like I honestly believe six years ago, if I came on this show or five years ago, I don't think I would have appreciated that. You know, it's gorgeous. Well, you, 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 your vision widens. Totally. Your panorama widens because you're not as focused because you're not under as much fear or threat. And we know that your vision, uh, everything uh, becomes uh, more sort of panoramic. The more relaxed you are, the less, the stiller you are, the less under threat you feel, the less, it's fear, anger and desire, I think, are the big the three, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Although, I'm, you know, over the Christmas holidays, I've been switching off and really thinking deeply about life, Chris. And... You know, really, I think there's only two energies. There's fear and there's love. Like everything comes off the back of those two. And it's kind of like, you know, how do you want to show up in the world? Do you want to come from a place of fear? Or do you want to come from a place of love? Mm. And it really can be that simple at its core. And something like journaling is going to help you come from a place of love. Mm. Whereas if you allow the world to dictate it for you, it's much more likely to come from a place of fear. You're on fire, mate. (laughs) Somebody put him out, will you? 
Yeah, there are fire extinguishers in the building and they all need to be run up to the 70th floor right now because this man is on fire. Listen, we're out of time, wrong. Uh, the three-question journal. Any, we've got another minute. Do you, what do you want to tell us in a minute? It's up to you. I, well, guys, listen, I, I want to say just whatever goals you have this year, I promise you, you can reach them, but you need some sort of practice of self-reflection, right? A, a top athlete, he doesn't get that good or she doesn't get that good by just being reactive You've every day. They've got something. a coach there who's going, hey, listen, you know, last time you played that shot, your body was in the wrong position. Next time you're in that position, you need to do something differently. The journal becomes your own coach. It's a way of having a conversation with yourself each day. And the last question in it is, what can you do differently tomorrow? Just a very simple way of going, hey, you know what? I probably had more caffeine and sugar than I wanted today because I was binge watching a box set last night and I was sleep deprived. Okay, no worries. I don't want to beat myself up, but tonight I'm going to try and get to bed on time so I don't consume as much tomorrow. And it's a very compassionate way of helping you make changes. And as I say, Chris, I've been been doing this for over two decades with people. I've seen tens of thousands of patients. And I honestly believe that journaling each day is one of the most transformative practices you can do. Yeah, and I think that that last question before you go to sleep at night, you're feeding into the subconscious as well. Totally. And, and that's going to do all the work for you when you're asleep. But you ha- all you have to do is feed it in. That's all it's asking. Say, does, you don't have to meet me in the middle here. You meet me on 1% of this bridge and I'll do the other 99%, but you just you have to give me the 1% before you go to sleep and then I will sort it out for you. Yeah, and that's something actually, if I if I may, that the podcast that I drop next week on Feel Better Live More is with Dr. Tara Swartz, this incredible oh, neuroscientist. She's amazing. She's not been on my show for about four years now but we recorded just before christmas a killer episode yeah she reminds me of you a bit well it's i mean we get on really really well and interestingly enough she also is from a bengali indian background like me so maybe i don't know that's why she reminds uh, i think the the sort of conversational narrative the way she because she's 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 lived it yeah so she's She's been there She's done it, and it's she has a very conversational, very easy way about her. But she has she's totally qualified. Yeah, you know she's not just I'm a super fan. You you and her are qualified. That's the difference. Well, we we had a wonderful conversation. Um, we got on really really well, and um, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to, for the new year. I'm excited. For you guys, I'm excited to uh You can see tell what... he's got his, his legs that go in. He's like, oh, this is so I just good, love man. life these days. Honestly, I just feel good. And, and of course, we've got good. a car fest. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't wait. You're, you're now a founding, officially a founding father of... Get Tara to come to... Oh, I can, I can ask Tara. That'd be amazing. You want Tara at car fest? Yeah, of course I do. Make it happen. All right. Uh, the three-question journal available now from intelligentchange.com. Is that your thing, intelligentchange.com? No, they're, they're uh, this really mission-driven company you've been making journals for years i partnered with them right. and they make these gorgeous journals basically so, nice yeah, one intelligentchange.com Rogan, it's great to see you man you sorry think, i can't make coffee but you know why i know why <laughs> you know what the most important thing you have to do today yeah, is i'm gonna hug the family exactly all right like my life depends on it but perhaps not theirs because theirs really doesn't depend on it and mine probably does there you go all right 947 round of applause for Rogan, please control room round of applause for Rogan chatterjee <laughs> The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose. Food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 